Good afternoon, Eric. Good afternoon, Breadheads. Welcome to another episode of Think Fresh, a podcast about Subway. Bring, bring. Yet another expensive episode of the most expensive podcast on the Spotify servers. How are you mm-hmm. doing? Yeah, the Spotify XX gave us a very liberal budget to record this podcast. Um, we're burning through mm-hmm. it faster than a Silicon Valley startup. Mm-hmm, exactly. Uh, they've been they've been sending Ty a whole bunch of equipment. You know, first they sent him uh, a microphone, then mm-hmm. they sent him a you know Herman Miller Aeron chair. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you got the Hermes ashtray. I don't know. You, you don't smoke, so I'm not sure why they sent that to you. Um, Podcasting is a stressful gig, Eric. Mm-hmm. Did they send you anything else, Ty? Uh, well, I am recording right now on the iPhone 13-inch Pro. Ah, uh, yes. Is that there a Pro Max, or is it just the Pro? This is the Pro Classic, the Pro Min. <laughs> what do you call? What do you call the regular one? The foot long. I guess it's a, the foot long. Yours, no, yours is a six-inch phone. Mine's the mine's the foot long, bro. Mine's no, the Max. Because the foot long is the norm. You're getting the foot long. When you get the Mac. I'm getting you're a getting big the, Sean size. You're getting a big Sean size, yeah. <laughs> See, I am getting the foot long. A six inch would be any of those uh, broke boy iPhones, the SEs or the minis or the uh, so on and so forth, or perhaps yeah. even an Android device. You're absolutely correct. I'm so sorry to have offended you like that. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But yes, so, I am recording this on a 13 Pro, brand new. I unboxed it last night. How do I sound? Hell yeah. You sound great. I'm so happy and proud of you that you skipped, like, the whole two-camera generation of phones. Mm-hmm. And also, like, the first notch, <laughs> you went into, like, the perfect time right now. You uh, you skipped, you know, two cameras, so you're at three. Uh, and you have the, you know, proper wide-angle camera, not the, not the broke boy one from the iPhone mm-hmm. 11. Mm-hmm. You know, you have the smaller notch at the top of the screen. You got 5G. Dude, mm-hmm. you pretty much gl- glowed up more than anyone i know and you know what eric much like my subway sandwich order that decision was strategic because i don't like to buy apple's like prototypes these like first versions of things they put into market they're just seeding mm-hmm. those to early adopters who are like don't know how to spend their money to buy a janky feature me i like to wait until an iphone is released that has as little change as possible from the previous design because that means they found something that works. Mm-hmm. I love that. Much like the MacBooks, like when you go from the uh, twenty MacBook Pro, if you if you skipped all the way up to twenty twenty one MacBook Pro and got the M one mm-hmm. chip, mm-hmm. you never lost your HDMI input. <laughs> exactly, you're making a full circle. <laughs> you you had HDMI the entire time. You it never left. Yeah. Wow. So, and it's a you. strategic move. Um, yeah, I, I think it's like uh, kind of we're going to you know, honor Virgil for a moment. Uh, that's why I'm wearing my like off campus shirt today um, with the Virgil's 3% rule, n- notorious 3% rule. It's kind of my strategy for purchasing Apple products. If they only made it 3% better, I'm in. Mm-hmm. I apply that to everything I do, Ty. Uh, as you know, my work at our day job is very much 3% different than when it was handed over to me. So mm-hmm. you, I, I fully know what you're talking about. Um, 
what does what about this phone is three percent different <laughs> than well, your previous phone? Because uh, no, this is for, only three percent. No, you had an iPhone seven before. I did. I like to buy iPhones that are only like the prime number versions. I would have bought uh, the I guess the eleven if I want. <laughs> I guess if I was true to that, but um, so there's not there's there's um, a world of difference between the one three and the seven. Uh, mm-hmm. that's not the 3% I'm talking about. I'm talking about between the 12 from last year and this 13 incher right here. Ah, uh, yes. The 12, from the 12 incher to the 13 incher. There is a almost notably no difference. And I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that too. Um, it does sit about an inch higher off the ground. <laughs> the, mm-hmm. It has camera. a really interesting wobble when I type on it, which is, uh, this is a master class in industrial design. I can't believe they designed a wobble into into the phone. I don't know if you can hear that right now. That's oh, what happens when it. I type on this thing. It doesn't make any sense. Why would they build that? I don't understand. I think they're leaning too hard into like accessory culture. Like mm. I think they've given up on themselves a little bit and realized that 90% of iPhone users have a case. And mm-hmm. so therefore, why bother trying to make the phone bump non-existent when people are just going to fill in the blanks themselves you know i hate that because i've never been a case daddy i always loved my i keep my iphone raw you know natural oh natural exactly i would never give my iphone the bbl that it that it asks for um Mm -hmm. but yeah i don't i don't think steve jobs would either so that's Mm -hmm. why i don't you know why would you why would you ruin a phone by putting a piece of leather or plastic on it yeah. i don't understand that i would never put a rubber on something this beautiful yeah but you know what uh, there's never been a better time to do it <laughs> <laughs> um but the thing that really bugs me when i ask people like like people are always like shocked that i don't have a case on my two thousand dollar iphone mm-hmm. um and when i say like you know why they have one and they say it's like oh it's to protect it from scratches <laughs> but think about this tie if you're protecting it from scratches, that doesn't that doesn't really make any sense because you're just gonna like scratch the outside of the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so are, what... are you really gonna like make the case look gross? Like, why not just show the phone and make the phone look like used? I it's know. The same thing. I think it's because people have this like perceived value in the device that three years from now they're gonna like get a hundred dollars more for it when they sell it on Facebook Marketplace. But mm-hmm. like, every that's not how it works. Your phone will get scratches on the case or the phone and then eventually you'll drop it in the toilet or drop it so hard it cracks and then it won't matter anyways so exactly but you if you drop it with the case on it's still gonna shatter yeah exactly so why live your life so conservatively Mm -hmm. and you have to i believe helicopter parents helicopter parents what do you mean (laughs) <laughs> they've taught us that we need to be more protective of our things that kind of look like babies. And this phone looks somewhere between Daft Punk's baby and the veggie patty from Subway. <laughs> it's the exact same proportion. It's the exact same dimensions. Holy shit. Does, can you remind me, does the veggie patty at Subway, like, does it fit one patty on a six inch and then two for the footlong? That is correct, Eric. You double up when you get the footlong version. So I'd imagine there's some tech dweeb out there, <laughs> perhaps a listener of this podcast, that has made a iPhone sandwich. You get a little bit of like the old headphone cords in there as like a little mm-hmm. bit of a texture. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, Sprinkle some air, loose, loose air pods in there, like some black olives. <laughs> <laughs> some Lucy's. Uh, so where do we go from here, Ty? What is the iPhone? What happens now? You know, do we, do we like the iPhone still? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> do we, do we like, well, this phone is, let me tell you, Eric, this phone is fast as fuck. This is the fastest. I, it, I started typing and it already, it, it knows what words I'm going to do. I feel like I'm, I'm in a supercomputer. Like it's that technically, was, uh... I have no doubts it's technically advanced. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, the screen is unbelievable, but I do kind of miss my iPhone 11. I miss the days when, mm-hmm. um, you know, like all the things that I actually care about haven't changed. Like the battery, you know, or, is still really good on the iPhone 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had the Face ID logging me mm-hmm. in through several uh, high security screens that seemed, seems way too easy to log into at this point. Mm-hmm. Way too um, easy. You know, all the stuff that, that phone brought to me i still have uh and now i just have these other extra things i don't really care about um like like extra bumps and notches on your camera that camera's Mm -hmm. so freaking big i know yeah i keep just looking at it now you point it out and just kind of like i don't even know so now now that you mention it this uh sim card reader is like kind of bulging out a little bit mine's not going in all the way (laughs) you might need to give that a little bit of a a a push (laughs) Um, interestingly enough, so I think most of the advances here, much like a good foot long sandwich are happening inside the bread, like between the bread, the technology, right? We've got some LIDAR mm-hmm. stuff. We've got some cinematic stuff. So, but then at the same time, probably as a result of that, this is a very, very heavy piece of equipment. Mm-hmm. So is this the, is this for gamers or for lifters? <laughs> I'm not wow, sure that's who a great the question. target market of this iPhone is. I think the more Apple matures, the more it's skewing towards gamer. Um, and I hate to admit it, but it's just like becoming an Android phone at this point. Like all mm. the stuff that we actually care about, like having a battery that doesn't die and like the brightness, you know, like just basic shit. All this stuff mm-hmm. is like we've kind of like left it where it is. And now we're doing shit like 5G, like. I don't need to download anything that fast. Mm-hmm. We got lots of questions about permissions in every app. It really confuses me. Like the only mm-hmm. reason I'm using an iPhone at this point, Eric, is so that people don't think that I need to maybe borrow money. <laughs> That's a good point. I don't want to give off the impression like... that I'm like in debt, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's kind of like Subway. It's like we've perfected the bread. You know, we've we've perfected the cold cuts, mm-hmm. um, the things that people care about. And now we're doing stupid things like inventing new types of bread, like wraps and whatnot. It's like, mm-hmm, let's just mm-hmm. go back to like making the bread 1% better and, you know, making the meats 1% better. I don't need to we're... have like all these other random things that 1% of people care about. Hey, I, I, I love that. Let's make it 3%, Eric. Let's make it 3% better. I like that. That's challenging at this point. I don't know if you can improve the herbs and cheese. It's pretty <laughs> damn perfect. Yeah, I would like a little bit more um, cheese on that. <laughs> Maybe a bit more herbs. They could double down That's, on the amount of herbs. They do want you leaving more, though. Leave you wanting more. It's true. Um, 
I did catch a subway ad on TV the other day when I was watching The Bachelorette, which is uh, something I do do. Um, it was like called like a grilled cheeser or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was like, it looked like it was like came out of a panini press and then the bread was like super toasted. And then they, had, like, they put like a lot of cheese in there. So it looked like a subway sandwich and a grilled cheese in one. And now I'm wondering that we should, I don't think we should go back to Subway, me and you, Ty. What, do you, what, what say you? I, I like this idea, Eric. I would like to put the cheese on the outside of the bread, like layer a slab of the yellow on the outside and then mm-hmm. put it in the press. Um, the, the, if Subway like acknowledges that that's a thing, then we could have like a true Italian herb and cheese. And then you have your regular, we'll just call that the Italian herb and teas. Oh, I love that. You know, all, all press is good press, and especially mm-hmm. when you're talking about sandwiches. That's a fact. So <laughs> so they're actually promoting a, like, grilled cheese experience on the menu. Yes. Let me, uh, let me just pull this up for you real quick. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, it's a cheddar griller. Oh, that's sad. I tried to go to the website and what do you know the website is currently down so i can't, I can't look at it <laughs> of course it's down of Someone course will never figure down. out their tech stack mm-hmm. let's see here huh oh here we go reinvent the grilled cheese that's a tall order eric this, this is an article from may this can't be it Damn, Eric's I need to abandon on the cowboy, the cowboy, a cowboy <laughs> website. I need to abandon this train of thought because I might have been hallucinating. Well, <laughs> let let me pick up what you're talking about here. So, there, no doubt, have are people dabbling in Subway's kind of grilled cheese world, or like the act of like overly grilling an item. We've seen it on TikTok. We've seen kind of like these kind of like really carby or like uh, fatty sandwiches being made. Mm-hmm. I then also think about the recent addition to the menu, the crispy chicken sandwich. And I think like is Subway abandoning this health conscious kind of part of their brand? Cause like crispy chicken to me doesn't scream like eat fresh or like locale mm. or any of that shit, you know? And neither does grilled cheese. It's almost like, yeah, this is a now a treat yourself brand. This is a get mm-hmm. fat brand. Get fat, eat fat, eat fat. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're right. I think it's um, just another, you know, some more evidence that Subway's having an identity crisis, Mm -hmm. that they maybe have some imposter syndrome, you know, they are trying to steal people away from fast food giants. They've given in to the natural hot chicken trend. Mm -hmm. Um, And so therefore they said, we need to compete. We got to get some fried chicken on the menu. Like that's, that's what people want. And they're not Mm -hmm. wrong, Ty. I think that's definitely what people want. So, uh, <laughs> for the breadheads, Eric and I had a um a little run in this weekend, isn't that right, Eric? A little oh, we did meeting of the minds. Meeting of the minds, yeah. We were both down, down, sad, and uh, we both happened to be in the area at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, both hungry, which is rare, and uh, you know, I messaged Todd. Saw on the mm-hmm. Snapchat map that he was you know, within shouting distance. So I said, yo, again, hey, yo, pull yeah. up to Subway. We here, we, we live at Subway, come through. And, uh, so, you know, honorable Ty, you know, lived up to his word. He, he pulled up, 
I, I, I wasn't expecting it, I'll be honest. I was expecting you to just skirt off, but I pulled up. Yeah, dude. Well, I was on the whole other side of Gastown when you when you pinged, and <laughs> I had to scramble through hordes of Christmas shoppers and bums <laughs> to get to get mm-hmm. over there. But I wouldn't miss it. I wouldn't miss an opportunity to wine and dine on twelve inches of sandwich with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's twelve inches that was pretty, cumulative. Twelve inches cumulative. Yeah, I just got a cheeky six inch. <laughs> yeah, I, I too got the six inch. Uh, I I just finished the workout with Bay, so. I had a smoothie and a, uh, I had the crispy chicken six inch. I just had to try it. I was I was next to a subway. I just had to do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so let me let me you, just give you my breakdown. Yeah, I, I want to hear your your hot take on this hot chicken sandwich. Like, what yeah. what what did it taste like? Well, I gotta say, that day we're looking extra crispy. I was very very impressed with this subway location mm. in particular. It must have been a high yes. traffic zone. <laughs> I must say, because I got in that lineup shortly after seeing your uh, quite pale face, and I, um, when I perused the vegetable section of the, uh, the subway, uh, what I expected to be the most pale of all the vegetables, the tomato, I was pleasantly surprised with its rosy plumpness. It was juicy. They were thick cuts. A, a beautiful red the best tomatoes i think i may have ever seen <laughs> i i double i got double tomato that day wow i should have done but, the same because i let bay have a bite and none other than you know the tomato slid out as you took a bite and so we lost a half a tomato slice ooh. it hit it hit the table it didn't hit the paper so you already know that's a no-go for me mm-hmm. um and also a jalapeno which was quite sad that is um but back to the chicken thai i uh yeah i ordered the chicken the crispy chicken i got you know the usual veggies mayo and hot sauce parmesan very good took a bite i i swear to you in that moment i thought i had found the perfect sandwich (laughs) wow i i thought i had somehow uncovered the best subway sandwich i've ever tried and i was like i was on cloud nine dude i was so happy there was like there's literally a video of me eating this and it's so so good i'm gonna have to send it to you it's, yeah you uh, should have to share this video with me he's on cloud nine oh yeah. Inch. oh yeah i was on cloud nine dude i was like my eyes were rolling back i was like just really enjoying it uh i proceed to give bay a bite and then i think that in that time delay everything went wrong ty oh no did you in find a time... rat in your sandwich <laughs> in the time that bay had taken a bite and i had got my hands back on the sandwich uh it had cooled down tremendously mm. and uh, i think the sauce had seeped into the chicken so mm. no longer was it a crispy chicken it was just at that point just an oven roasted chicken sandwich um maybe even a soggy chicken maybe even a soggy chicken that's right and right. It still tasted pretty good, um, but the chicken was not crispy, like, literally two bites in. And then also, I had, like, the gummiest piece of chicken I've ever had in my life. Mm. Like, I think it was the second or third nugget in the in the sandwich. It uh, really was not going to be easy to bite down on. It, I had to, like, take it out and, like, like actually yank it out of my mouth. Right, like, a nasty Like, chew. I was eating some jerky. Yeah, it was like yeah. I was eating chicken jerky, dude. It was, like real truly and um 
yeah it was basically just downhill like i went from like cloud nine to cloud two and uh <laughs> and yeah it was it was okay at the end but definitely not the best sandwich i've ever had mm. there's a lot here eric uh that's uh first of all i'm so sorry for that experience <laughs> but you should have expected your subway experience to only get worse after the first bite like that is as it does that is not atypical of a foot long or six inch for that matter i am mm-hmm. surprised that it got cold so quickly because like you made the right call to not order a full foot long then because oh, yeah. it would have been like there would be frost on it by the time you got to the last <laughs> bite i know it would have been frostbite yeah um and why that is um i think the time to complete a sandwich you know our normal four minutes here is actually much less for the crispy chicken well yeah it probably is my hypothesis that i would i could have predicted this for you because i think it's a simply a miracle black magic if you will that Subway is able to offer a crispy anything on their menu with no deep fryer in their location. <laughs> so that shit had to be crisp, crisped up off-site. You think so? Well, there, where do you think the guy, your artist yesterday was crisping that chicken? You think he freshly crisped that chicken like a few minutes before you walked mm. in? That's a great question. I think they might have some sort of air fryer type of technology at the subway because mm. think about, think about the bread oven. It's like basically an air fryer or like mm-hmm. the toaster. Like it's possible that they had some frozen nuggets that they just put in there and crisp them up on flash. Right. So they're using the bread retarder to crisp up <laughs> the, the nugs. Yeah. So they really That's went an interesting prediction. Yeah. Yeah. They went down on these nuggets. That's for sure um think about that's it not, like that's not happening live made... though it's not happening live that's happening prior to your arrival as a patron okay so they're crisping up the chicken they're putting it in the at the line in mm-hmm. a heated bucket i presume mm-hmm. cap off you don't want it to steam in there no i mean it, it doesn't add up it should be somewhat crispy in my opinion it was okay. The first bite was good, and then everything else went downhill. I think the steam was it was like in the sandwich, and the steam like made it soggy, like after like five seconds. <laughs> right. Do you think you could engineer the sandwich differently to avoid this situation, the sandwichuation again? Absolutely. The sandwichuation. No sandwichuation is without um, avoiding. So I think you could drill holes in the top of the bun. Cool. Like air, like air holes. Air, air holes. You know? Yeah. Like a little yeah. igloo. <laughs> exactly. The little chimneys. At each, uh, every two inches, you get a little mm-hmm. hole in the top bun. And mm-hmm. you just let the steam come out. Um, and then you can play it like a clarinet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, that's cool. It's a, it's a wind instrument, your foot long. <laughs> you can, like, much like the um, recorder in elementary school, you could mm-hmm. sing, sing a little tune before you dive into your sandwich. I've always felt like when I take those first few bites of my foot long that I am role playing a um, member of a clarinet orchestra. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or my <laughs> or, or my favorite scene on Pornhub. There you go. Yeah, you <laughs> that go. is Eric's favorite scene, probably. Absolutely. Um, okay. Okay. Know, That's not a bad idea. That, you know, 
Okay, so let's quickly go over your what your sandwich was. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> Doing summary because I obviously had to order two while I was there. Um, before yeah. I tell you that, I think you could have also solved the crispy chicken dilemma by just asking the sandwich artist to serve it to you open faced. Oh. Mm-hmm. Then it's like if it never a... left its nest. Yeah. If you get an open faced foot long, is that twenty four inches? Wow, yeah. Double your you double your meat. <laughs> that would be kind of cool though, because you could ask them to serve like your both the meat and the cheese on both sides of the bread. And then you kind of like topped it up with the veggies. It'd almost be like nacho style with the veggies, where you have this like growing mountain. It's both yeah, a salad and a sandwich. Mm-hmm. And then you can ask them to put the cheese on last and then toast it. Mm-hmm. Ooh, wow. we're gonna try this. Ooh. Now we're thinking outside the bun. <laughs> we're thinking outside of the bun always on this on this show. Um, but mm-hmm. you did order the veggie patty, if I'm not mistaken, Ty. Is that correct? So uh, I took a gander at the veggie patty, and I ultimately decided that it was too big of a commitment in that moment. So I settled <laughs> on a six-inch veggie undelightful. Ah, uh, yes. I and, added uh, some marinara sauce to it. Oh because when you <laughs> when you're when you're eating the veggie delight eric you see there isn't much there to um make you feel anything you want to feel something oh. so you you stretch you gotta stretch that's for sure and i respect it um but is it true that the so wait there's a marinara like are the meatballs soaking in the marinara no I asked this a long time ago because as a vegetarian, that would be um, uh, quite the dilemma. Break. <laughs> it would be, yeah. Uh, father, but I have separate. sinned. Yeah. They are separate. For some reason, the meatballs do not simmer in the marinara sauce. I wonder if it's a similar problem they're trying to mitigate as to the crispy chicken where you don't want the meatball to completely disintegrate in the bubbling, oozing marinara lava yeah Hmm. okay i respect it i respect it Um, yeah veggie delight double tomato sweet onion southwest mm -hmm. i plowed that thing down Mm -hmm. okay so we both had situations where um well first of all did you did your lp order anything uh we went bite for bite on mine okay great this leads perfectly into my next question so Ty, I want to talk to you about trying your homie's sub. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what, hit me. What is the proper etiquette for, like, you know, trying your friend's sub or sharing bite for bite with your bae? What is the proper etiquette? Are you, like, holding the sandwich for them while they take a bite? Or are you, like, passing the sandwich off like a baby, like a food baby? Mm, okay. Are we talking pre- or post-pandemic times? Or is this like kind of, there's no correlation to time, just evergreen, evergreen lettuce. <laughs> evergreen. Um, we are, this is in a vacuum. This is inside of a Dyson. Let's just say that. Okay, cool. This is in the, in the Dyson <laughs> vacuum reality where the novel coronavirus virus never left the wet market. <laughs> We're uh, in a wet market reality, but not yeah, that exactly. one. We're, we're in a reality where wet market is normal and, you know, we are the wet market. It doesn't matter. 
Okay. I think I'm on the same wavelength as you. How yeah, what I'm saying I is would... we're immune to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, super, superhuman super spreaders. Mm-hmm. Okay. So to answer your question, how do you do the handoff? You want your homie to try a bite of your foot long because you're, mm-hmm. and you're a nice guy. You, they want a bite. You want to give them a bite. You mm-hmm. need to get that bite in their mouth. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do any of that. Here comes the airplane bullshit. <laughs> I am trying to get that from palm to palm. My sub needs mm-hmm. to get in your hand and I'm going to let you then bite however style you like. Cause everyone's mm-hmm. bites a little different. Mm-hmm. Now the question is, how do I pass that? Right. <laughs> okay. I like the slap. So that's kind of where you like come in like a basket. You see the like basketball players after they net a three pointer, they kind of just do a loose slap of their fingers mm-hmm. like a little tingle. Yeah. yeah. I-, I like to c- something really gestural like that. Cause what it does is it, we, you don't want to squeeze anything too tight. You don't want to compromise the structural integrity of the sandwich. And you don't want to spend too long with your hand and your homie's hand embraced. Okay. So wait, are you talking about dapping them up after the bite? Or do you mean like slapping them with the sandwich? I'm slapping my, them with my sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> slap it into them. They take it. They do their thing and they slap it back. Oh, I see. So it's like a little toss. It's almost like a lateral. like A, a handoff. Yeah, yeah. In a perfect world, you actually, at no point are both of you touching the sandwich at the same time. Mm-hmm. So if you're holding it six inches, maybe you're gripping at the bottom and at the top, and then your homie mm-hmm. grabs it right in the middle. Mm-hmm. I think that's the probably the move. Because you don't want to mm-hmm. go like grab like tip to tip like a baton because the sandwich does isn't strong <laughs> enough to hold up. You know, it'll that's sag. True. <laughs> like a it'll sag, spaghetti yeah. noodle. Yeah, exactly. Um, I would say I'm not at all the same. I would. Um, what do you mean? Hold, I don't. I don't. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't. I wouldn't. I would never let somebody grip my sandwich. You know, the sandwich is mine to hold forever, and uh, for the for the its existence, it's mine to hold. <laughs> um, but I will, you know, go one step further, and I will even like curate a nice bite for them, like. I'll mm. chew around the sandwich a little bit so there's a nice little peninsula for them to bite down on. Mm, you're and a then I'll even, I'll even like angle it for them. I'll be like, oh, that looks like a good bite for you. And I'll like position it wow. so like they get the best bite of the sandwich. And, and you try to shove that right in their mouth like a, like a dentist? <laughs> mm-hmm, absolutely. And then while their like teeth are sinking into it, I'll ask them like if they've been flossing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you're the kind of guy that needs a little bit of self-validation too so you might be like oh yeah you like that <laughs> <laughs> it's like is this good for you <laughs> mm-hmm. wow i hate how, how you pinpointed me ty it's simply incredible mm-hmm. um but yeah that's what i'll do and then while they're chewing i'll like pull it like i'll like i'll help them by like pulling it off of their mouth right. and then uh while they're chewing, I'll be like, mm? and, then, <laughs> and, then, and then they just nod and go, mm. yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that you help with the tear. All your homies have weak teeth. <laughs> <laughs> all my all my homies got root canals, so I have to, you know, help them out with that. Yeah, uh, I can relate. Absolutely. 
Wow, I'm glad wow. we clear that up. So I, now I know, you know, in one, in some regards, I understand Ty's love language now. So when Ty gives me a sandwich, I know that he's not trying to say anything, you know, with that. He's just, you know, giving me a bite and mm-hmm. uh, vice versa. If I don't give you my sandwich, you know that that's just how I operate. So that's yeah. great. I feel, I feel like we're closer now, Ty. Me as well. Uh, I will say, though, after thinking a little bit more about the strategy I would employ here, Eric, I don't think Mm -hmm. it's as much of a slap for me as much as it is a crane game. I actually want you to touch my sandwich with as few fingers as possible. So I I would like my homie to (laughs) put their hand in like a claw-like formation when they grab it so that you're kind of managing it with just the tips of your fingers right because like, you minimize the surface area that's touching the sandwich for sure exactly so like mm-hmm. knees weak palms are sweaty you don't want those palms sweaty palms on my italian herb and cheese absolutely it's soggy my, my, it's my like... sandwich is not your towel <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly um would you ever like wrap it back up like just put it down back in the paper give it a wrap and then like give it to your partner condomed up oh wow like re-gifting yeah re-gifting <laughs> Put, putting back the condom on <laughs> i think like it depends on where you are in the sandwich if your first couple bites it might be just simply too girthy for a raw handoff mm-hmm. likewise if you over sauced it like i do frequently mm-hmm. it might be too messy for a raw handoff absolutely Sometimes, you know, you're you're holding on for dear life. Like, if I move my hand, there's going to be a meatball flying out of here real quick. Yeah, you don't <laughs> want to peg Joe over the next table with your meatball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and if we both know if, uh, you know, lettuce flies out, that's, that's a conversation we're having later. Like, I'm going to have to make some call on, on our yeah. relationship. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to lose any of those good, good veggies, especially the jalapenos Absolutely. or those juicy t- tom-toms. Absolutely, Ty. Wow, wow we, that up. Yeah, I learned a lot about you today. <laughs> you know, 120 episodes in, and we're still learning about each other. It's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Really uh, discovering and uncovering each other's preferences. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I want to tell you about my weekend after our little encounter at Subway. Okay. What yeah. happened? So, so I did in fact, go to the art gallery, uh, you know, much like I, I had mentioned in the moment, I did go to the art gallery and I saw this um, exhibit. It was by Yoko Ono. Mm. Quite cool. And um, there was a lot of, like, interactive art elements in this exhibit. Um, and it made me realize that, you know, the freshest scam in art now is to, like, make you do the art like you're the artist and right and not only that but it just had me thinking back to subway like you know at subway i'm making my sandwich and then i'm going to the art gallery i'm making my art it's like Mm -hmm. when when do i get a break here guys i've been doing everything so um (laughs) great analogy first of all uh what Mm -hmm. type of like user generated art is yoko ono scamming us into (laughs) like give me an example Mm-hmm. so okay so in the first room there was there were like three or four or five like interactive things you could do one of them was uh, like there was like a phone like just sitting there like an iphone 
mm-hmm. and you're supposed to answer it if it rings. It never mm-hmm. rang for me. Um, another one was there's like a blank canvas hanging on the wall with like a box of nails beside it and a hammer. Mm-hmm. And then you can like take one of the nails and like hammer it into the canvas. Mm-hmm. And, and so you're like now a part of this art here. Um, right. So for that one, you got to role play construction worker after your visit to Subway. Exactly. So, you know, I felt inadequate at Subway. I felt like I didn't belong. But then, you know, sure enough, I got in. I got my uh, frontline worker fix shortly after. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Yoko. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, and then what else? There was another room where you could like write on a post-it note and like put it on the wall. It was like mm-hmm. the most lazy like form of art I've ever seen in my life. For it's sure. literally just you're a the post-it artist. notepad. Like, there's nothing there. It was just, like, a post-it mm-hmm. notepad and an empty room. I'm like, this is literally my my office. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I feel like I'm at work. <laughs> so so you got scammed by the Vancouver Art Gallery. Mm-hmm. I, I did get scammed. Uh, it was free admission, uh, thank God. But, you know, scammed my time, for sure. Yeah. And you're right, though. But, like, it's a very similar... There, there's a parallel here with Subway because... You enter an establishment expecting to consume art, and you accidentally end up creating the art. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it was being played. Like, I'm the one. You're the art now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one big experiment, kind of like the novel coronavirus. For sure. Now, most of the time at art galleries, you have to pay a cover charge to enter, an entry, an admission, if you will. Mm-hmm. But at Subway, you're buying a product. Do you think Subway mm-hmm. could benefit from the... Like, like, okay, actually, all creative ventures typically have a cover charge of some sort, whether it's a gallery, like mm-hmm. appreciating the art of music at a concert. Um, I'm sure there's others, a, the- a night at the theater, a mm-hmm. movie. You always mm-hmm. pay a surcharge up front to access the art. But at Subway, mm-hmm. you don't. You pay at the end. Do you think Subway mm-hmm. could benefit from ditching the cost of the sandwich and adding a cover charge? Mm. I think it would definitely make me more likely to tip <laughs> because mm-hmm. tipping while you're already paying is a lot. But if you're just like paying the entrance and then you like go through the motions, you're like, you're like, all right, like the sandwich art is nice. He recommended the, the meatball for me. Uh, then I'm more likely to tip at the end. Cause I'm just like, I'm either paying or I'm not paying, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've already, I already paid up front. So that's done. And now I can decide if I want to give them extra couple bucks. Yeah, that's true. You've kind of uh, eliminated the transactional side of things. The um, mm-hmm. feels a lot more like now, I don't know, just like more luxury, I guess, even because. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't have to think about that. Yeah, you get less people, you know, being indecisive mm-hmm. at, at, in the line if you have to charge for entrance. Like, I don't know what I'm getting. I'm not going to walk in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think this would be good for the Subway brand because I think. It, we, we, there is no, the only restaurants that are follow this kind of form, there's no restaurants that really follow that format of you pay at the door just to get in, like maybe an all you can eat buffet. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, these places wouldn't feel like a scam if they just told you <laughs> or like mm. they like, you know, gave you credit at the end or even like a high five, you know, something. <laughs> something. <laughs> like, like if I was to like finish ordering my sandwich and then, they said like like wow like great great sandwich like great creation chef and mm. just like gas me up at the end like I would probably give them like ten bucks on tip mm. you know what I mean for sure I I'm looking for that all the time like I am the artist here 
yeah. I deserve credit first. Like I want them, you know how they put the little subway sticker on your foot long? It's a little circle logo, like the S mark. Just to seal oh, yeah. that boy up in your pa- in its little paper sack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Ship it off. Yeah, I'd like that to actually just look like a little artist statement plaque, like you would see at a gallery. And it says, <laughs> Chef Eric, uh, sweet onion sauce on Italian herb and cheese 2021. You know, just like a little medium year mm-hmm. and artist. And you can take that home and remember that you created art today. Mm-hmm. It would give you a reason to keep it. Like, you could you could peel that sticker right off and you know put it on your on your MacBook Pro M1 mm-hmm. for sure because there's there's sauce on that too <laughs> <laughs> absolutely and um, yeah it reminds me of this like pizza place called Assembly I don't know if it's mm-hmm. still around or not but you could order on like DoorDash or something and basically you would design like your entire pizza and then when the pizza came it had a sticker. That said, like, confidence to the chef and had your name on it. And that was, like, Beautiful. the best thing ever. It's, like, thank you for acknowledging the fact that I made this amazing pizza. Mm-hmm. There's definitely, like, um, a validation aspect. But also, mm-hmm. these types of uh, interventions make your meal non-fungible. So that exactly. means that, like, you could actually like, be, like, oh, man, I just copped a Chef Eric pizza. You know, like that was, I got one of his pizzas because they only print that for you. They're not going to print Chef mm-hmm. Eric for me. Mm-hmm. So if I want a pizza, I got to go through you. Yeah. And in the age of um, artists and food collaborations, um, I think Subway could like lean into it. It's like, we don't want it. You know, we don't want the Bieber sandwich. We want the mm-hmm. Thai sandwich. Mm-hmm. And then it'll say like on the little sticker, like Thai by Subway. You know what I mean? Like I that's the artist that. collab right there. We don't we don't want like the Bella Hadid sandwich. We want the no. Eric sandwich. Yeah, I, I want my friend's sandwiches. And exactly, like I would love that they would officially support something like this. Right now, we're going through more like black market sandwich resellers. <laughs> like yeah. if you want the Thai sandwich, you got to come through me. Mm-hmm. Third party, <laughs> third party sellers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow, there's got to be like a leaderboard or something. Mm-hmm. For this, most like, ordered best rated mm-hmm. most times ordered it's like has this combination ever been like i mm. want to know and if I so how many times like how many inches have been eating of this combination yeah and it'll like and there's a threshold it's like are you a basic bitch or are you like a like a real curator you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. tastemaker wow. if you will tastemaker perfect double entendre there love that Wow. Wow. Strong thoughts, King. Absolutely. And on that bombshell, <laughs> I think we should call it. Anything else you want to talk about today, Kai? I think that's everything. Uh, I really enjoyed mm-hmm. thinking fresh with you today, Eric. Likewise. Um, Breadheads, you can follow us on Instagram. We're, we are actively promoting our podcast there. You can also hit us up on Twitter or OnlyFans if you wish send mm-hmm. us a dm ask us what you want to hear who do you want to see on this podcast we, we got guests in the lineup mm-hmm. absolutely uh support the pod buy us a foot long by you know sign up for only fans mm-hmm. uh five dollars baby if you don't want to see eric's nipples you can send mo to uh, to us that's fine or send us send us some crypto instead mm-hmm. i promise if you squint they look like pepperoni slices <laughs>
Uh, okay, bye, Ty. Ciao. Talk to you later. Ciao.